corner kick presented by Cedar Sinai. Shifty work into the box. And across, it's in! Oh, it's Lowell! Hey everyone, welcome to Casual FC, an Angel City preview podcast. I'm Angela Morales, along with my co-host Mario Salazar. And just a quick heads up, if it feels like we're talking faster than normal, it's because there's a lot to talk about today. There is so much to talk about. This is our big rivalry match coming up. We're heading down to San Diego, so let's get through some of our items real quick. So on our last episode of ACFC, we <laughs> <laughs> we went all the way to Audi Field, to the beautiful, not state, but the capital, to go play against the Washington Spirit. We lost. It was a 2-1 to one loss. We did get a goal from M.A. Vignola at the extra time of the, of the first half. And the Ashleys for Washington <laughs> scored Hatch <laughs> in the 33rd and Sanchez at the 41st minute. That's about as much as you're going to get from us. But if you do want a great recap podcast to listen to, go check out Angel City Chicks. They've been around doing this and supporting the team a little longer than we're the new kids on the block here. <laughs> so go give them a listen or catch them live on YouTube. We will soon be there, maybe eventually. Just don't hold us to it, okay? We'll, if, if we can, we'll get to it. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get into our standings review. Like I mentioned last time, I love looking at the standings and I love looking at our stats. So drum roll of we're still in 11th place didn't go down yeah didn't go up boom, 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 boom. at least we stayed steady we stayed steady and we're still tied for 12th angel city and the kansas city current are both at nine points we're just above them because of goal differential and funny enough leading into this next matchup san diego wave has moved into the first spot they're in first place with 20 points they are currently tied with the Washington Spirit, but again, goal differential gives them the edge. All of this really comes down to where Angela and I have been geeking out a ton on a, <laughs> I'm going to say sports analyst, infographic, data visualizer, genius. Yeah, infographic extraordinaire, exactly. if you will. Her name is Allison Gale. You can follow her on Twitter at agale137. We will be retweeting and showing that graphic. It's an amazing way to look at how all the teams have kind of moved on during the season. And I think one of the amazing things to take a look at when you see it in this visual format is that since week three, teams one, two, three, four, five have been playing leapfrog with each other. They're just kind yep. of, they're, they're all... In the know, they're all in the click. They're handing each other their position. Oh, like you go first. Oh no, you go first. <laughs> it's okay. And then exactly, they're they're tight up there they're, at the they're, top. They're tight. They're 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 cool. And then from six all the way down to twelve, nobody has broken higher than sixth place. And so the rest of us are all just fighting for that last playoff spot, essentially. But we are only at. The halfway point where this was match week 11. Again, there are 22 matches in the season. 
for now, you know, once we get new teams, it'll get a little <laughs> bit longer and games will start to be a little bit more strategic. But at least right now with the short amount of games, it's all anybody can move. Anybody can jump around. When you look at this graphic, you'll see some giant jumps and falls. Um, and it's all because of how close the points are. Exactly. And throughout the history of the NWSL, this league is known for its like chaos, basically. If you go back in Twitter archives, even still, there's NWSL after dark hashtags. Anything after like a 7 p.m. start on the West Coast is immediately chaotic. Like everything about this league is a little frantic at all times. No one like there's just built in anxiety as an NWSL fan in general. The graphic that we're going to retweet is the epitome of that. It looks crazy, but then when you sit down and really track the different teams, it all makes complete sense. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Last season, or for the last two seasons at least, the final matchups have not been figured out to the very final game. So, like, nothing, yeah, was, lo that's... nothing was locked in. No. It's, it's so typical of the NWSL. It's like, how many like seconds left in the game until we know who's going to the playoffs and it's always after the final whistle nobody knows anything it's just crazy chaotic and that's mostly like that's a lot of the fun oh so so this is basically our version of the excitement of pro rel of like oh my god your team's yeah. about to go down they have to fight for every single point this point <laughs> it's oh my god we're yeah. not gonna make it to the playoffs <laughs> we need to fight for every single point Exactly. And now every team from here on out, the bottom six are, or bottom seven, I should say, are just going to be rallying as hard as they can to make that cutoff. Yeah. And that leads us into our upcoming match against San Diego, the Wave. It is the Chan, Chan Classico. I wish I had like air horns because I really just want to like ping, 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 or Chan Classico. It, we have, yeah, it is the official rivalry of the California teams. If you've seen logos, it there we've got flip flops all over the place, sandals. There's a trophy. It's for supporter groups. It's a good time. To this weekend, we are playing at Snappy at Snapdragon Stadium, where San Diego State plays. It's where Qualcomm Stadium used to be, which is pretty neat. But yeah, so I mean, the, going into this match, yeah, or, well, go ahead. It's in. It's at Snapdragon Stadium. It's a brand new stadium. Beautiful. I mean, but whoever designed that thing. What happened to the shade, man? Yeah, definitely. Make sure you get sunscreen and chapstick and, and bring water hat. and all the things ready. Bring, yeah, bring a hat, bring an umbrella, whatever you need. Fingers crossed it'll be sunny, but also not. So going into the match, the Wave have won their previous two matches against us. You know how this team has been struggling through the season. I feel like we're kind of clawing our way out of it right now. Like if we had, let's say, fallen into a ditch, there's a definite team effort to get out of it. And I feel like after this last match against Washington, we showed a lot more life this last game. And it was really, really good to see. It was a heck of a match. The goals scored against us were quick and furious, but we didn't take forever to recover from that. I mean, MA scored just a few minutes after in the stoppage time of the first half. And I think that's a thing that I hope that we show against San Diego. I'm just going to assume they're going to score 
because it's San Diego, we'll get into that in a few. But the faster our team collectively bounces back after we've been scored upon, the better we're going to be. Because if we, you know, like you get knocked down, you can only like, like you either get back up, keep going, push through it, say, okay, this happened. Let's go. Let's move on. Or you kind of sit in it for a second and then it deflates everybody. And I really, really hope that we could make that turnaround time a little bit smaller because I think that's going to have a huge, huge impact on full game outcomes. Yeah. Looking at that last match, I mean, there, there were a good amount of rallies, a good amount of like comeback. It looked like we were on the verge a handful of times. It was, you know, one of those hindsight 2020s. If every one of those so close attempts mm -hmm. would have. There was a lot more attempts, a lot more like attacking the goal than there has been in a lot of different matches this season. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we see that again with San Diego. Definitely. So what should we be looking at? We really for? need our. Oh, yeah. We need to be looking out for our midfield. Send well wishes, band-aids, uh, ice baths, all the good things for orange them. Slices. They need to just Yeah, orange slices, Capri Suns, like we got you. The midfield is where ACSC has struggled over the last two seasons, and we're we're so close. Like I feel it. All the jello is starting to gel. I feel like I sound like Chick Hearn. Sorry <laughs> if for anyone who isn't a Lakers, a longtime Lakers fan. <laughs> but the the team is starting to settle in. And I think the the thing that I'm cu most curious about is how our lineup changes or doesn't change going into this match. We've had a lot of inconsistency in our starters. And I think that's part of why we haven't really picked up steam the way I think everybody was hoping is there's been a lot of movement, turnaround. Granted, that's injuries and illnesses and all kinds of different things and reasons for that. Yeah, we've we've had a lot of bad luck to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> with with our team, with with our squad, and you know, Freya has had to do a lot of shuffling the board, right? Of uh, mm -hmm. I, I always question I always question from the beginning why we put a lot of our forwards down in the defense position because you know, once when you're at that professional level, you're you're kind of ingrained in the position that you're playing and trying to switch it completely up like it, it's going to be a lot. But after learning more about it and seeing the documentary and everything and knowing like. It's... All of our defenders were hurt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we had no yep. other choice. And so, you know, doing the best with the sandwich that you got <laughs> is is what she's doing. And, you know, it's it's hope I see little bits like you're saying, there's little bits of of gelling that's happening and then we just got to see more mm -hmm. of it yeah and i think those sparks that we're seeing are going to start stringing themselves together a lot more my biggest things for this game is that san diego is amazing in transition and with a long ball to go from the backfield you know ready to to score they are fantastic at beating a defense just across the board and so if we, if our midfield can stay together and hold it a little bit tighter there, I think we're going to do a lot better than maybe we're projected to or anything like that. But regardless what we're doing defensively, we still need to attack the goal as much as possible. We just need to get on the board and do our best to make sure other people don't get on the board. 
Yeah. Like, obviously, everybody wants a clean sheet. I know Didi wants a clean sheet every game. But realistically, like, you have to expect that you're going to get scored on at in, in every sport. But it's just how you respond to that. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the number one rule in, in playing a sport. Score more than the other team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, score more than the other team. That's the goal. When it comes to players to watch, I'm actually going to start with ACFC. We didn't mention too many people last episode, and I realized that afterwards. And I was like, oh, hold up. Let me brag about my team before I talk about other yeah, we, people and how good their teams are. We've got bright spots on our team. and, and we've it's We just, have a hell of a roster. We just need to find that way to get them just gelling and in sync. And the times, the little glimpses where you mm-hmm. see them and they're passing the ball and they're you know they're they're playing what you can call beautiful football and and that's we 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 need to find how to hold on to that and let them keep going with exactly that. exactly what and would, i think one of the biggest or go ahead i was just gonna ask what would the the keys be to try to keep that intact i think you're basically trying to capture lightning in a bottle which isn't easy, but I think it's doable, especially coming off of this last game. M.A. Vignola has been like knocking on the door of a goal this whole season. And for her to get her first career goal last game, I think it's going to be a big game changer for her. I mean, one, we all love when a defender scores. Like everybody, like if you watch football, and you get a defensive touchdown, it's the best thing that ever happened. Because, like, how often does that happen in someone's career? You know, Allie Riley last season scored, if not her first, one of her first goals as an ACFC player. Like, being on defense, your job is to stop the ball. Very rarely do you get to enjoy the glory that is scoring. So seeing MA, seeing how excited she was last season when she came back from her injury... Seeing her in little glimpses towards the end of the season, very quickly, I was on board. I was like all in, like, I don't know where she came from, who she is, but I'm about it. And this is going to be big. So to have her starting this season is fantastic. I think she's a huge asset to the team. She's able to track the ball wherever it is and either finds a way to get in the way and break up what's happening on defense, like as a defender or she gets herself somewhere helpful to move the ball forward on offense and on the attack. She's a spark and a half. She's got energy. I mean, granted, I've never quite understood how people can play soccer for 90 minutes, which usually ends up being closer to 100. Like, I have, in all the sports I've played, I've never wanted to run that much. That's not for me. <laughs> so <laughs> I, to have the energy to play a full 90, which, like I said, is more. It's closer to like 100, 110 minutes, depending on how much stoppage time there is. Yes. And she plays with such heart and such drive. So I'm really hoping that what happened with her last game, like, I hope it's a big deal. Also, breaking news. Sorry, I just got a text message that we have to say. Japan just dropped their World Cup roster. And our girl June Endo is heading to the World Cup. Yes. So, yay! It won't be breaking news by the time we publish it, but it just needs to be said that that's fantastic. (laughs) Yes, I'm excited. Yeah. uh, She deserves it. She deserves it. She's so, so lovely. 
I'm just hoping that that knee injury that she got a week, yes. a couple weeks back, we haven't heard anything that it's it's really bad. I would I would think that the Japan national team has inquired as to how she's doing with that the and wouldn't, severity. wouldn't yeah. have added her if she was not up to up to snuff for it. That's a, that's a bad word. Yeah. If she <laughs> wouldn't have added her if she was not up to the challenge of being at a World Cup. But I think she truly deserves being on that squad and, and being able to play in front of the world. Definitely. And I believe it was either after last game or the previous game, Freya had mentioned that June was, you know, looking to come back in the next couple of weeks, which is fantastic. Granted, right in time for World Cup. But hopefully that means that she'll be back after the World Cup break and we'll have our, our beautiful pink haired friend from Japan back on the field for us. Okay, okay. so back to our right our regularly scheduled <laughs> podcast. Our other player that I think we need to keep an eye on is Lily Nibet, who is a new friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I was live tweeting. Last game, I started following a bunch of players as I was, like, stress tweeting. And she followed back the other day. So, Lily, if you're listening, what's up? Thanks for for the follow. She is one of our midfielders. And I believe that not this last game against Washington, game before that, was her first official start. If I'm correct, I didn't double-check that. So... Either way, she's getting substantial minutes, which is fantastic. I think she's doing a great job in the midfield paired with JJ and like learning from her and Savannah McCaskill. It's really nice to see her excel. She's a she's a homer as well, an L.A. girl. So I love to see us homegrown kids doing well. She's been winning a good amount of duels, which is also Fantastic. That means we're keeping the ball in our possession in the midfield, which, as we've mentioned before, hasn't been ACFC's strong suit over the last two seasons, but we're getting there. That's what happens when a bunch of your team is injured. But yeah. Sweet. And for asking the casual question, what are these player numbers that we should be looking out for if we're not familiar with the names or... You know, names are names are small on kits, so you want to look for the big <laughs> Especially number. Especially if you're far away. Yeah, so M.A. Vignola is number 16, and she's a defender, so she'll be closest to our, the goal we are defending. She usually has little space buns in her hair as well, so keep a lookout for her. She's got a big old smile on her face most of the time as well. Lily is in the midfield. She's number 28. She normally plays in long sleeves, at least the couple times we've been able to see her play, so... Midfield, number 28 is Lily Nabet. Alrighty, so the Wave players to watch. I feel like in the way that the Ohio State introduces their football players and other events, the Alex Morgan plays on San Diego Wave. She <laughs> is it's stupid good. Like, <laughs> like Alex Morgan is that, you... that type of player that she could have just gone by Alex. And yeah, you know. like she's our she's our Marta. She's our Davina. Like the way Brazilian players go by their first name, Alex Morgan could very, very well do that. If you have so much as walked by something related to women's soccer in the last 10 years, you've heard her name. I can almost guarantee it. 
She is a member of the women's national team. She's a two-time World Cup winner. She is a gold medalist from the 2012 Olympic Games and a bronze medalist from the 2020 Games that were played in 2021. So don't worry if you feel like you're crazy thinking that you were watching the Olympics Mm -hmm. in 2021. You were. She's also a Southern California girl. She's from San Dimas. She went to Diamond Bar High School. Um, So she is ever-present in Southern California soccer conversations. On the other end of the field from Alex Morgan is Kaylin Sheridan, who is the goalkeeper for the Wave. She's also the goalkeeper for the Canadian women's national team. She's the keeper of the year for the NWSL in both 2019 and 2021. She's just great. It almost, in any game I've seen her play, both internationally in the NWSL against ACFC or every other team, the goal seemingly gets smaller when she's in it. She's just solid. And when you have a goalie like that, it's very hard to score on, but it can be done. We have beaten the wave before that means we can do it again i think we're gonna have to go ask the refs to check that the dimensions <laughs> of that goal uh, exactly behind Kaylin. <laughs> yep yep exactly and then also check it again when they switch sides <laughs> yep be like what did you do how did you make it smaller yeah. and <laughs> the last player for the wave to keep an eye out for is naomi yerma she is on defense so she'll be right over there with Kaylin sheridan she was the 2022 number one draft pick in, for the NWSL. And she has been on and off the national team as well. So there's a lot of buzz around her on a bigger scale when it comes to women's soccer. And that's because she shows a maturity in her position that a lot of younger players don't have. Like It's almost like she's wise beyond her years when it comes to defense, which I love. Except I don't love it when it's against my team. (laughs) Yeah, she's got that high soccer IQ that just kind of, yes, you know what to do naturally. Yeah, Yeah, it's very, very much a natural IQ for her. If it's not, I'm shocked. You know, I mean, granted, everybody learns their sport, but there's some of that that comes so naturally to people that no matter how hard you practice, you can't gain because it's just inherent. And she has that on defense. Oh, man. All right, so as we are watching this match, let's get the numbers. Let's get yep. Morgan. See, I can just oh, yeah. say Morgan, and and yeah. <laughs> most people are gonna know who most people are gonna know who I'm talking about in the entire end of exactly. <laughs> but for so for Alex, us, the un- uninitiated, Alex is a forward. She's number thirteen, and. She'll be up close and personal with Dee Dee, I'm sure. She'll, who is our goalkeeper, she will make sure she's as close to the goal as possible. Kaylin Sheridan is number one. She's easy to find because she's just she's the in the goal. <laughs> she's the only person there. And then Naomi Yerma is number four on defense. <laughs> All right. All right. So I've got my players to watch. And uh, hopefully these matchups end up being something really good, but something that we can get over and around and get past her, Kaylin's shrinking, ever-shrinking goal. I hope so. I have faith. All right. So now we have Hulu to watch. Let me go into the history 
between our teams. Like as we said before, our current history right now is we lost our last meetup with them here at BMO. We lost zero to two. That was our first regular season matchup. We and had... highly controversial. <laughs> and I highly just, controversial. I'm still holding a grudge, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and then we have two more matches with them, June 28th and August 5th. So we're going to see them a total of four times this year. So we're heading down there. And as we mentioned at the top, our current record is three wins to San Diego, one draw and one win for us, which was very first meet up with them. And then we haven't been able to do anything else. So this is this is our <laughs> chance. This is our chance to get another notch on our win column here. Definitely. I think it can be done. I have faith. I, I, I saw some bright spots. Let's keep it going. We'll get some beautiful California weather. We can yeah, get it done. It'll be a, a good weekend for soccer. Definitely. All right. So a couple really random fun facts. So prior to the expansion draft, which allowed ACFC and San Diego to pull players from other teams, expand their rosters that aren't just like draftees, Katie uh, Heracic, our goalie, was actually Kaylin Sheridan's backup when they were both at Gotham. So they know each other very well. They know each other's tendencies, like as goalkeepers, all that. So it's always an interesting game to watch between the two of them. I feel like at some point we're going to deep dive into goalkeeping tactics and and all that good stuff. And I mean, then, if they were both at Gotham, uh, that means they both were being coached by the same goalkeeping exactly. coach. So there might same be a little coach. Yeah, there might be a little bit of a shared knowledge there when it comes to mm -hmm. how they go keep so it'll be interesting to, to see their matchup definitely and then this i found really interesting over the last couple of years the orlando pride which is neither of these teams but the orlando pride has kind of dispersed themselves amongst the league however between san diego and acfc there are combined 10 players that used to be on the pride that oh. includes yeah, like it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Alex Morgan, Allie Riley, Sid LaRue, like big names that had have had great careers in the NWSL. Jasmine Spencer, like a bunch of players for both teams came from Orlando. So it's interesting to see Orlando in this rebuilding period while a bunch of their stars, Taylor Korniak as well on San Diego. Like it's weird that... There's almost a full starting lineup of Orlando Pride players between ACSC and San Diego. <laughs> yeah, that's always interesting when it comes to expansion teams and how they even have to build up their rosters. I mean, they have to take some players that are existing already, but to have that many from from Orlando, I mean, I thought the whole ACFC taking most of the Gotham players was <laughs> a big thing, but this is actually pretty cool. So we're going to see yeah. a... San Diego Wave, Angel City slash Orlando Pride matchup. Exactly. And the, the other cool part is that there's also a bunch of previous or past and present women's national team players on both teams. So everybody's friends. Like everybody between these two teams, they've all been playing together in different ways for years, which is why this matchup is so fun to watch. Everybody knows each other very well. Hopefully them knowing each other like this just creates more fun, more chaos, more 
matchups and drama and it'll just be a good match to watch so definitely with all all of that that's the info we've got for all of you enjoy the match as a reminder the match will be down at snapdragon stadium or snappy as we're both calling it here i don't know if anybody (laughs) else calls it that but we'll take it it'll be this saturday june 17th at 1 p.m so it's going to be right smack in the middle of the day Luckily, I did look up the forecast recently. It did say it's going to be overcast. But for all... Either tra- way. Yeah, either way, bring your sunscreen. Bring your sunscreen. If you didn't know, you can still get sunburnt, even if it's overcast. So, And that hurts more. Like, it hurts your pride and your skin. Yes. So bring your sunscreen, wear your hats, bring sunglasses, like... Basically, act like you're going to the beach. That's what it's going to feel like. Exactly. And with both beach cities basically playing each other, you are at the beach. Just bring your sunblock. Remember, there's no shade at Snappy. I don't know who designed this stadium, but there are no shady seats whatsoever. So if you're going to have to find the shade because the sun decided to make an appearance, you're going to have to get out of your seat and go under the concourse, go behind you know, one of the overhangs and watch the game from there. Please drink plenty of water if it does get really, really hot. And have fun. If you're heading out there, let us know. Send us a tweet. Tag us in your stories. And we'd love to see who's heading out there. Are you heading down? I am not. I'll be watching most likely on CBS because we get national recognition this weekend. Yes, we do. I will not be going this year. It is Father's Day weekend. So going to be spending it with my own family and my own dad this weekend. So we're That's doing good. something. That's good. And happy early Father's Day. Wow. Thank you. So if you're not going to be heading just like us down to San Diego, you can always watch it. Like, like Angela said, CBS, we're getting some national broadcasts. You can watch it on NWSLsoccer.com if you're international. Or if you can't watch or you're on the road or you're stuck on traffic heading over there and you didn't make it to kickoff, (laughs) open up that iHeartRadio app and listen to the radio. So there's no Paramount Plus this time. Nope, not we get national national recognition this weekend. We don't need streaming. We'll be on regular people TV. <laughs> All right. So I'm always I'm always very, very happy when women's sports are on network TV. I was watching WNBA this weekend. I like I just I love it. It makes it makes me really happy when it's accessible. So for all you cord cutters out there, find someone's TV login so you can watch the <laughs> watch the game. Exactly. Exactly. Or, you know, head to Best Buy or order your TV antenna now from Amazon and yeah, you'll be it'll be here by the weekend or yeah, head to your exactly. local sports bar, head to your local restaurant, get them to put the game on, bother them until they do. I've been that person since I was in high school. Like you want to watch the game in public, make the place you are giving your money to put the game on for you. You know what? Get more people to watch women's sports in these places. So if you go and you're the one that gets them to change it, Send us a message. Let us know that you please. You oh got man, I'd be so it. happy, so happy. And but it's at one yeah. o'clock, so enjoy lunch. Yeah, have lunch, watch the game, get really stressed, have an upset stomach, have a seven up to make it better. <laughs> See, like we've got the full, 
full uh, you bet array your one stop shop. Emotions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so with all of that, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Later,